Hey, Revelation Wellness family. I'm Chuck Johnson, RevWild Manager. Does the noise and distraction of life keep you feeling disconnected from God and connecting with Him more deeply? I want to invite you on a nine-week virtual journey, ending with four incredible days of backpacking in the wilderness of Colorado. It is a life-changing experience. Through the RevWild Outdoor Leadership Training, you'll be equipped with spiritual and practical tools to help you lead others in the outdoors. In this program, you'll connect with yourself, connect with God, and connect with others in a way that creates real change. You'll leave this training ready to lead others into God's creation to help them encounter His presence so they might know who they are and what they're living for. This is an invitation to clear away all the noise, get outside, and let His voice meet you in the open space. The world is noisy, but there's a much better way, and it begins here. Join us for the journey. Registration is now open. Swipe up on the show notes to download a packet today. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Take a deep breath. Make it audible. Hear your breath. We're going to move our body and we are going to renew our minds. We're going to strengthen our souls and we're going to have a good time. <laughs> so grateful to be with you today. Always a get to to wake up in my right mind and to set it on Jesus, set it on things above and not on things below. But here's the thing, things below here on the earth, they need you. Your job, your people, your family, your friends, needs all around you. And we're going to train our heart, get it in shape, get it ready for this day. Can you take a minute right now to be grateful? What can you be grateful for? Okay, that's always a good thing. Always, guys, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his proximity. Come into his presence with thanksgiving. It sets your mind right. It actually has so much research behind what it does for you biologically. It's powerful. Our thoughts are connected to our body. And our body is connected to our thoughts. And that's why we're here. So now, can you connect to getting a vision for this day? Ask the spirit of the living God who is with you and in you and on you and upon you a vision for today. Showing up to that meeting, having that conversation, running those errands. Who do you want to be? All right, I agree with that. If it has anything to do with being optimistic, praying, 
praying and believing for things to come from heaven to earth and you get to be the ambassador yes so today we're just gonna move our body starting at a scale of 1 to 10 you want to be a 5 anything above a 5 is deliberate movement and we're slowly gonna move up to an 8 and then we will go 8 9 8 9 and you'll be done so you're gonna need to pace yourself slowly increasing effort sound good and while we do that that's gonna occupy your body it's gonna occupy your limbic brain your emotional part of your brain we're gonna continue looking at the I am statements of Jesus last week what did we do do you guys remember I hope, hopefully, it's my hope that these teachings stay with you, that you work it out all week. Last week was, I am the bread of life. His first I am statement recorded by John. I am the bread of life. Go back and listen to that one. We're going to do all seven statements. We're on two. Remember, for, for Jesus to say, I am, oh, right there, for his listeners, it's polarizing. Some would be oh, so grateful. Someone's taking ownership. I am. Someone's saying, I'm responsible. I am. In the beginning, when Moses was sent to Pharaoh to free God's people, he says, who to God, who am I going to say is sending me? I need some authority here. Who's who's telling me to do this? Tell them I am sent me. So I am statements. They're big, powerful. They get attention. Today, John 8:12. And again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. This is the word of the Lord. Say it with me. Let's memorize scripture. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, this is what you're going to remember. Quote, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Say it again. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but we'll have the light of life. One more time, think in pictures. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. 
This is the word of the Lord. Context. Jesus is talking to the scribes and the Pharisees. These are people who highly value and prize knowledge. These are people who knew scripture from front to back and have spent years diligently studying them, memorizing them. You see, it is possible to come here, remember scripture, but if scripture doesn't get in you and do the work of changing you, you will be a whitewashed tomb, looking pretty on the outside, dead on the inside. And so here's Jesus, the Word made flesh, standing before them, saying and doing things only a person sent from God can do. And they are confused. Jesus is doing things and saying things that are disrupting their belief construct and practices. <sighs> Let me ask you that. Has God interrupted, ruffled some of your feathers of belief? Has he frustrated you a bit, but yet you fall to your knees? Start moving towards a six, seven. I absolutely can tell you this is true. When I first started giving my life to Christ, not just being a Christian by name, but following Jesus, giving him my life, giving him my career, my everything, I thought, Things were going to get real peachy for me. Y'all, circumstantially, they just started falling apart. And listen, I don't mean that to scare anyone, but let's just be honest. <laughs> following Jesus is like following a wrecking ball sometimes. He is going to deconstruct, tear down anything you are built on that is a faulty foundation. Idolatry. He's going to go after the things you go after that are connected to thoughts, feelings, and choices that are your old way of living. And he's doing that with these scribes and Pharisees. They are building their life on knowledge. And so they're confused by Jesus. Jesus sees their confusion because confusion is a power play by the prince of this world, Satan. Remember in the beginning, Genesis 3, everything's peachy. We're walking with God. God's walking with us. We're multiplying, naming animals tending 
to the increase of good on the earth. But then a serpent slivers up and plants doubt in to Eve's head. Did God really say? When Eve says that we're not allowed to eat of this tree of knowledge, knowledge of good and evil, right? In the beginning, God's like, don't worry about knowing things. Know me. I got you. The serpent says, did God really say? Did he really say that? A little bit of doubt creates a whole lot of confusion. Can I get an amen? A little bit of doubt can create a whole lot of confusion. And confusion is a power play by the prince of this world. Friends, feeling confused is not a sin. It's not a sin to feel confused. But when we feel it, we need to go back to the one who gives us comfort, peace, his presence. Via six, this whole song. Via six, maybe a six and a half. Remember, a seven, you can breathe, you can take three breaths with your mouth closed. But then it kind of needs to pop open. Yeah. Come on. All I'm doing here is teaching you physical awareness. Get awareness of your state of being. Because confusion's coming. But if you keep your eyes set on the light of the world... You will not walk in darkness, but you will have the light of life. Alright, so why why does Jesus say that I'm the light? He knows these Pharisees are confused. Because the darkness, nothing more disorienting than darkness. Anyone? You're walking along? Last night we were watching a little family TV time. And all of a sudden the lights just flickered in the house. It's never happened in this house. This is a new house for us. And the whole, all the lights in the house just did a quick flicker. That's never happened. And it got our attention instantly. I thought, is there a storm? Something happening? Oh no. Do we have some faulty electricity? Like real quickly, I'm starting to question some things. Come on. So Jesus sees these Pharisees, these people who highly prize knowledge, just being confused by what he's doing. 
And what confusion brings up, guys, is fear. And for a lot of people, when you are afraid, you either take flight, run away, pretend it's not happening, or you pick a fight. Which one are you? You press into the problem, or you run away. Right? Fight, flight, freeze. Move towards a solid seven. Solid seven. Just hold it. You got to be patient today. This workout's an endurance workout while slowly increasing effort. I am the light of the world, Jesus says to these seeking him with their heads, but their hearts, they're hung up. And in Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, when Jesus has given his big sermon on the Beatitudes, really bringing forth this kingdom of heaven now on earth, now appearing, he says to us, you are the light of the world because I am the light of the world. You are the light. I am the light. I am the light that gives you light. Come on, we reflect the glory of God. We reflect the light. But the darkness shows up and it will not overtake you. Friends, I would propose that most of us don't even know real darkness, like the kind of darkness that scares you on the outside. In other words, if I go into a dark closet, drop the lights, it's pitch black for maybe about five seconds, maybe 10 tops. But there's always a moment when any bit of light any tiny bit pervades and I can see just a bit now that's me in creation I don't think I've ever been in dark 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 where I can't see anything my blind brothers and sisters teach us I want you to go towards an eight. So, me in relationship to creation, I don't think I've ever been in pitch, pitch black. Can't see a thing, can't see my hand in front of me for longer than 10 seconds because light pervades. Light will always find its way to the dark. We are attracted to light. I will look for light in the dark. But that's me in creation. What about me in relation, relationship? There was this time with my, my daughter and sometimes with my son. Be an eight that I have felt like I was in complete darkness, not knowing what to do next. What step do I take next? 
And to be honest with you, I asked you, some of you are a fighter, some of you are a fleer. I'm a fighter. But when it gets too much, I'm a fainter. I'm done. It's too much. My All of me is overwhelmed. And that is scary as hell. Why do I share this with you? Because when we feel we are in the darkness, we cannot trust our feelings. We get to feel them, honor them, acknowledge them. And then we remember, I am the light of the world. Jesus is not darkness. in the darkness, paralyzed, confused, afraid. We go to the one who is the light of the world. Find the light, seek the light, you will find the light. But here's what you may not find. You may not get full understanding of what's going on. You may not get a complete plan. But what you will receive is the fullness of his peace. Which do you value more? Knowledge or peace? Which do you value more? What are you looking for? Knowledge or peace? Eight. Eight is definitely got to move. You can take a breath through your nose and out your mouth. And honestly, when you breathe through your nose, your mouth is still open just a little bit. Come on. Your body is not a problem. You just, you got disconnected from the source. You're confused. You've been plugged in to the world too much. Plug into God. He is the light. In the beginning, the first thing he commands, let there be light. is why I'm convinced no matter how dark something is, there's still light. I know in some prisons, solitary confinement, they will put them in complete darkness. And y'all, here's the thing. We need light. What does light do? 
Well, it's the sole source of food and generation for all living organisms on the earth. All living beings depend on light for their food, for their energy, plants. Yeah. They materialize because of light. The light which falls on the leaves gets trapped in the plant. Accelerate. Go to a nine. You are not comfortable, but it's not going to last long. Four, three, two, pull back. This is why the first command is let there be light. Let there be a source that sustains this creation I'm about to create. <laughs> he is the light of the world. Why are you looking at that little sliver of darkness? Open your face, open your eyes, open your pupils. Let the light in. He's the light of the world. Whoever follows him does not walk in darkness, but they have the light of life. You are the light to the world. Light the world. Light it up. Light it up. Increase your energy, your effort now. Accelerate. We have 24 seconds left. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Don't cry. Come on. Declare. Let the light in. He's right here. You know, he walks, runs, grocery shops, changes diapers next to you. Pull back. He's in you. He's with you upon you <laughs> when the darkness shows up when you're confused when you're afraid when you find yourself getting big or getting small lean into the light so friends without light literally we die no light, no life. And this is why Jesus could say, if you follow me, you will have the light of life. Real life, everyone. Last week when we talked about he is the bread of life, I just can't help but think, man, he is serious about us having life. Like real life. This weekend I was... For the past few days, I've been in a training class, and now it is not Christian-based. It's completely just a anyone-come understanding about this mind-body connection that we have. 
a mind body stress reduction certification which is just crazy because guys turns out everything we do here god has already been laying down the tracks because this stuff is powerful and effective this mind body connection getting into yourself it really is their statement is self-care is health care and I would agree with that, but we need a holy and whole self-care because I'll make it about me way too quickly. Anyone else? But when I make it about God, the source of light, the source of life, then bang, I have life. Things are well with me. Then I can be good for others. And I went into this class and I get into this small group of people and right away I was just a woman in the class that she just emanated like she had light I was attracted to her before she even said a word <laughs> and then we all went around and kind of said who we are and gave a little of our background and I, I got to go kind of first I think I was second to go but I was the first one to boldly say who I am I'm Lisa I live in Phoenix married 25 years I have a son Jack daughter Sophia and I'm also the founder of a ministry called Revelation Wellness where this is what we do. <laughs> we help people reconnect back to their core value and their faith in Christ so they can love themselves well and love others. And I even said, because I don't think, because I, I knew there were people there that were unbelievers. It's always good. Know your audience. So I want to make context for them. And I honestly said, you know, because we've not done it well. Church, you've seen it. Church isn't doing too hot. And I said that, and it's about us. We got work to do. So I'm here to, to provide avenues, peace, and healing for people. But we got to do some work. Church has to do some work. It's good work. We're good workmanship. Anyways, I said something out of effect. And then the next girl, the one that I told you, that just I was attracted to. She, she started with her name, and then she said, I just have to say, that was so refreshing to hear someone say the name Jesus, Jesus Christ. He's my savior, I love him. And the world isn't very, very nice to us sometimes, and it's just nice to be here, and I get to, I get to love Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Do you see? By the way, there are other people in that class that I began to see their light. Eventually, I could see everyone's light. Some are just dimmer. They're walking through confusing times. You got a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of religion. A lot of people have said things, done things in the name of God. I got my empathy on. So my light is bright. 
these Pharisees did not have their empathy on. They just needed their place at the table to stay. They knew they were losing power. They knew this man Jesus is doing things to disrupt our systems, our constructs. Let the light in. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Run, walk, move, say it. Whoever follows him does not walk in darkness. Follow him. Walk in the light. And this light is the light of life. Move however you want. Good job. We got one more song together. Lift the corners of your mouth. Because we've got to get after one important word. One verb follows. Jesus declares who he is and says, Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. He doesn't say whoever believes in me. Listen, that'll give you some light. That'll give you some light, but it won't give you life. Your life comes in the following, laying down your life. You're going to feel the death, death to your dreams, death to your hopes that things would be a certain way. But friends, He's going to give you something better. Something better. I have known him to only be good, better, and best. The thing is, we don't like the wait. We don't like the waiting room. We don't like being in the darkness. So I am here right now. I want to encourage you right now. Stop what you're doing. Close your eyes. Cover your eyes with your hands. Make it as dark as possible. Do it now. And I'm going to count to one. On one, remove your hands. Ten, nine, eight, seven. See it getting closer. Six, five. Stay in the dark. Four, three, two, one. Open. <laughs> Everyone in the gyms, in their neighborhoods, what's going on? You're in training. Who cares what they think? You are literally 
creating new neurons, pathways. Come on. Novelty. It's part of learning new things. It's part of renewing your mind and neuroplasticity. You have to do things you've never done before. And that's why you have to follow. Anybody can believe. Everyone is believing. But it's those who follow. Who walk in light, even though it's dark. Jesus is the bread of life, bread is food, and food doesn't exist if there's no light. Let there be light, still light, and in him was life, and that life was the light of men, John says, chapter 1. Life and light, life and light, declare it. Declare life, declare light. Right foot forward, declare life. Left foot forward, declare light. Life and light. Life and light. Yes. He's serious about this, guys. Listen, he's serious about this. This isn't, maybe you'll have a great life. Maybe you'll have some vitality and energy. This is what he's after. You, holy and whole, self-care, being loved by God, loving the hell out of you, loving the darkness out of you, that you are no longer afraid. What can man do to me? To live is Christ and to have life. And to die is to have eternal life. What can this world do to me? Walk in the darkness with your light. Jesus is the light of the world. He is the light of the world. God, thank you. Keep declaring it. We love you, God. Make this real for us. Change us as people. In Jesus' name, amen. Just one word and I am changed. Come and have your way.